and welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Rees. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the life and career of one of the greatest England and Manchester United players of all time. We're going to be talking about the truly amazing Sir Bobby Charlton. Before we do a few of your shout-outs and your messages, a massive thank you goes to the hundreds of you who have been sending in your Ballon d'Or dream teams. There are some amazing ones which have come in. Keep them coming and we will announce the winner of those on the 1st of November. Also, thank you to those of you who have been sending in your football top designs. We will announce the winner of the Football Top Design competition on the 1st of November as well. So, you've still got plenty of time to get your Ballon d'Or Dream Teams in and your Football Top Designs. All you've got to do is design your team or your Football Top and then ask an adult to send an email with the picture of your team or your Football Top or both to footballforkidspodcast at gmail.com. The email is in the description of this episode so you can easily click on that and send the email. Right, your first shout-out this week goes to Tom. Tom plays for Island Bay Under 11 Sharks in Wellington, New Zealand. And Tom listens to the podcast on repeat every single night. He loves Liverpool and he would love to hear an episode on Virgil van Dijk. Well, Tom, a massive shout-out to you and everybody at the Under 11 Sharks in New Zealand in Wellington. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And don't you worry, Virgil van Dijk is on the very, 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 very long list of episodes which I need to get on and make. The next one says, Hi, Darren, we are brothers, Sean and William Kelly, aged five and seven. Well, you might be a little bit older than that now because you sent this message in May. We're from Dublin, Ireland. We love your podcast. Our daddy Liam plays it for us every night at bedtime. We are big Liverpool fans and we both play for our local football team, Verona FC in Dublin. We would love to hear you do episodes on Harvey Elliott and Kareem Benzema. Keep up the good work from Sean and William. Well, you two, thank you so much for continuing to support and listen to the podcast every single week. I really appreciate it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. So a massive shout out to you and everybody that you play football with. And the last one on this episode says, Hi, my name is Alfred. I listen to your podcast every night. I support Chelsea and Manchester City. Please, can you make an episode about Mason Mount, Benzema and Vinicius Jr.? Thanks and keep up the great work from Alfred. Well, Alfred, a massive shout out to you and everybody that you play football with. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to the episodes which we did on Mason Mount and Vinicius Jr. And don't worry, Benzema is on the list and that will be one coming up, hopefully to be released by the end of this year. Well, a massive shout out and thank you to everyone who's written in this week. I do read every single message which comes in, so please do keep them coming. The shout outs to your teams, the big thank yous to your coaches, whatever it is. If you want a chance of getting it read out on the podcast, you can ask an adult to send an email to footballforkidspodcast at gmail.com. Right then, it's time to get into the episode about the magnificent Sir Bobby Charlton. Sir Bobby Charlton was born on the 11th of October in 1937 in Ashington, Northumberland. Now, if you've listened to a lot of the episodes on Football for Kids about footballers, 
you will be fully aware that many of the footballers that we have spoken about have come from football families, and that is no different from the great Bobby Cholton. His uncles were Jack Milburn, who played for Leeds United, George Milburn, who played for Leeds United, Jim Milburn, who played for Leeds United, and Stan Milburn, who played for Leicester. And another one of his relations was the brilliant Jackie Milburn, who was a top player for Newcastle United and England. That is a lot of top footballers in one family. Not only were all the men in the family obsessed with the beautiful game, but Bobby's mother was also a football fanatic. After all, she had grown up with four football-mad brothers. Bobby's brother said back in those days in the late 40s and the early 1950s, it was really quite rare for a lady to be interested in football to the levels that their mum was. She was even a coach at the school at one point. The whole family lived and breathed it every moment of every day. They loved their football. Bobby's footballing day started when he was very, very young. His uncle Tommy brought him a pair of football boots and from that moment on, there was no looking back. When Bobby was playing football as a youngster, it was a time when World War II was still going on. Not that many people had any footballs or any footballing equipment, but Bobby came from a footballing family. There was always access to a football at some point. On Sundays, where Bobby grew up, there were some other kids who loved their football too. They would start playing a game at about 8 o'clock in the morning, and it would go on until about 8 o'clock in the evening. People would only drop out of the game to grab their dinner and come straight back. Bobby remembers playing for seven or eight hours at a time. That's all they did. They loved it. Because of how much Bob played and because of how hard he worked at it, he naturally got so good at football that at the age of eight or nine years old, adults were asking him to go and play for them in their team. When he did play with the adults, he was running rings around them and everyone was talking about how good Bobby Charlton was. Bobby carried on playing football throughout his young years and the reputation he was building without knowing it was becoming quite special. Everyone in the northeast of England knew who he was and they knew he was going on to do great things. When he was around 15 years old, somebody told him that a football scout from the giant club Manchester United would be watching him. Sure enough, a scout called Joe Armstrong watched Bobby and he was so impressed with him but after the game, he walked up to him and he said, Bobby, if you'd like to play football when you leave school, we would love to have you at Manchester United. And Bobby agreed that he would love to go to the club and play for them. So, Bobby Charlton was to join Manchester United, one of the biggest teams in the country, maybe even Europe. He played in the youth teams and he played in the reserves, but he just wasn't getting picked for the first team, which was something he was so very keen to do. Bobby persevered and kept doing his thing and the manager at the time was a man called Matt Busby, one of the most successful football managers in the history of the game. He said that he wanted to see Bobby in his office. Bobby Charlton went up to his office and he shook the hand of Matt Busby and he told Bobby that he had made the first team. It was a dream come true for young Bobby Charlton. Bobby stood out and was scoring and creating chances non-stop. He was a part of a team that took Manchester United to their first ever European Cup semi-final, scoring against Real Madrid, and he had all the teams around Europe taking notice of him. It hasn't always been goal-scoring, celebrating and lifting trophies for Bobby, as in 1958 there was a tragic accident which Bobby was involved in, and he was one of the lucky ones who lived to tell the tale. 
Bobby Charlton lost some of his fellow players and very good friends that year. A moment that the footballing world will never forget. When Bobby got back on his feet and was ready to play football again, he got back onto the pitch. A tough thing for anyone to do, having gone through such a tough time. Bobby Charlton went on to win the league and was now a fully established player for the England squad and was also a part of a 1966 World Cup squad, which was to be held in England. England's opening game was against Uruguay and it was a terribly boring 0-0 result. Next up was Mexico and Bobby Charlton hit the ball outside the box and it went like a rocket flying into the top left-hand corner. Wembley erupted with excitement and all of a sudden there was a change of feeling. Could England do it? Would England do it? England went on to play Portugal in the semi-finals and Bobby Charlton scored two goals securing a place in the final where England would go on to beat West Germany to become world champions. Bobby was a major part of England's successful tournament and the last time the men's team won a major trophy. It's quite a funny story from the World Cup that year. And that was Bobby's brother Tom had a ticket to go but he didn't have any money to get there and he didn't want to add any pressure onto Bobby or his brother Jack, who was also in the team. So he sold his ticket to a man called Norman, and Norman rode his bicycle to Wembley Stadium in London from Ashington in Northumberland. That is a five-hour car journey. Goodness know how long that took him on a bike. Good old Norman. Bobby returned to playing for Manchester United, returning back to Old Trafford as a World Cup winner. But there was one thing which he hadn't won yet, which he and the manager, Matt Busby, were so desperate to win. And that, of course, was the European Cup. In 1968, two years after winning the World Cup, Manchester United made it to the final of the European Cup, which is what we know today as the Champions League. It was United versus Portugal's Benfica, a game that would go to extra time and a game in which Bobby Charlton would go on to score two brilliant goals and lift the European Cup. Bobby Charlton and Manchester United had done it. Bobby Charlton played over 700 games for Man United. When he got the ball, no matter where he was, it was said that you could hear every single spectator take a lungful of air as they knew what was coming. He had one of the most powerful shots in football and one of the most accurate shots in football. Legendary players like Ryan Giggs, David Beckham and Sir Alex Ferguson, the manager, said that there's players today who couldn't score goals like he did. He truly was one of the greatest players to ever do it. Bobby Charlton was made Sir Bobby Charlton when he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II in 1994. Sir Bobby Charlton played 17 seasons for Manchester United. He won everything a player from Britain could have wanted to. He inspired millions and is without doubt one of the greatest players to ever lace up a pair of football boots. So from an old mining village in the northeast of England to going through some of the toughest moments life can throw at you, to winning the World Cup and leaving a legacy that will live on forever. I hope that you've enjoyed listening and learning about the legend that was Sir Bobby Charlton. So, remember, if you know someone who loves football just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly or pitch side, I hope that you've enjoyed the game. See you next time.